Good morning, brothers and sisters. Joe Zink, pastoral leader uh, of uh, three Catholic uh, parishes in the east side of the state of Wisconsin, coming to you for another cup of Joe on this Tuesday, June the 16th. Uh, I wish you joy and blessings, uh, God's goodness, wherever you are. And thank you for taking time to come along and uh, listen to Scripture and help us to open ourselves to find uh, a place where it may take root within us uh, more and uh, and grow uh, grow within so that we live that, uh, that seed, we live that word uh, wherever we are. We uh, continue, of course, through the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew's Gospel today, and we will be for, I suspect, the rest of this month. We will conclude today uh, chapter 5, however. So we've got two chapters yet to go, 6 and 7, with the Sermon on the Mount. But we will conclude chapter 5, and I believe we started last Monday, so it took us, you know, what is that, seven days to, to get through here. For those at home who would like to follow along in Scripture, we are Matthew 5, verses 43 to 48. Uh, Matthew 5, 43 to 48. So let's uh, listen to the Word of God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, you have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your heavenly Father. For he makes his sun rise on the good, bad, and the good, and causes rain to fall on the just and the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what recompense will you have? Do not the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet your brothers only, what is unusual about that? Do not the pagans do the same? So be perfect, just as your heavenly Father is perfect. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So, brothers and sisters, what a wonderful gospel. Again, um, Forgive, but I think it's important that we, that we see these patterns. Forgive the, the beating of the dead horse. But this is the fifth gospel in a row from Matthew. After last Wednesday, Jesus said, I have not come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. Not one iota of the law will pass away. Heaven and earth will pass away before it does. But he's not coming to abolish it. But help us understand what fulfillment looks like, the depth going, going below the surface where the scribes and Pharisees live as he chastised them. So when we say, thou shalt not murder, thou shalt not kill, he says, but I say to you those ways that we do kill in our anger and our judgment of others. And, uh, and he says, thou shalt not commit adultery, you've heard it said, but I say to you, you know, don't even look at people in lust. And, and you have heard it said we should not bear false witness, but I say to you, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Yesterday, you've heard it said an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, but I say we got to get out of that cycle of violence entirely because God doesn't live there. And then today, final um, one, you have heard it said you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy, but I say to you. Remember, 
In Matthew's gospel, he's the new Moses. So he is giving the law. What, what the law, and, and praise God for it, the law coming down from Sinai to Moses, through Moses to the people, was such a gift. It is, it is the heart of the Jewish people. And what Jesus is saying is, oh, we can't get rid of a heart. We could never abolish a heart. But let's take a look at the depths of that heart, what it invites us to, and not just play around on the surfaces. So where does this one invite us to, brothers and sisters? Where does this um, law that Jesus is looking at uh, invite us uh, to to a deeper level? You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your heavenly Father. It's like he saved the the hardest for last, didn't he? Um, How, brothers and sisters, do we love our enemies? I, I don't know that I have a good answer to that because I struggle with this too. Let me, let me give a, a good piece of, of wisdom, I suspect. Um, Abraham Lincoln, uh, back during the times of the Civil War, was speaking to a group of people, and he was speaking kindly of the Confederate soldiers, those who were fighting against the Union, of which, of course, he was the leader. And a woman came up and challenged him afterward and said, Why on earth... Are you speaking so kindly of them? Shouldn't we instead be speaking about how we are going to eliminate them as our enemy? And Lincoln looked at her and said, "Uh, My friend, in making friends out of these common soldiers, uh, in making friends... Uh, out of these enemies of ours, we do destroy them. We do eliminate them. Now, he said it much better than I just said it to you. But that idea is, how do we enter into that? Uh, it's, I think there is something baked into our human person in order to uh, perhaps assuage our ego or to build up our ego that we need to create an us and them. And uh, us and we, the, the correct group, the correct tribe, the correct gender, the correct, you know, whatever it is, is better than them. Um, because it's a way that we can then feel better about ourselves. And I think what our God is inviting us to is saying, we have to stop that. Those walls have to be brought down um, in order not to see it in a dichotomous way, but through a different vision that we are one because it's only when we do that we can be seen as children of the light. Um, But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your heavenly Father. Now, brothers and sisters, I'm not going to 
say to us that, well, I, I don't know how to do this um, because I know it's not in pretending. I know it's not in repressing. Let's just pretend that they didn't do these bad things or hurt us, hurt me. Um, and let's pretend everything's okay. That, that's not it. Let's not repress the, those actions that were hurtful and just um, mash them down, push them down, and keep moving forward and just be more determined about it. That can't be it either. You know, I, I think of Jesus as he was being crucified and his words, Father, forgive them for they know not what they're doing. Uh, I mean, at that point, uh, again, I don't know if this is the, the, what the writer was trying to say or what Jesus was trying to say, but in a sense, he's saying, Lord, that forgiveness is beyond me right now. They are putting a nail through my wrist. They are killing me. And I don't have it in me to forgive them, but I know you do. So, Father, forgive them. You do that work. Even if I don't have the ability right now, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. Because I know forgiveness is, is the foundation of what the kingdom is built on. And brothers and sisters, if we are going to love our enemies, we don't have to pretend that they haven't hurt us. And if we're going to love our enemies, we don't have to pretend they, they haven't, um, I don't know, they don't have the same values we do or, or belief systems. We don't have to pretend any of that. But how do we, maybe we don't even have to like them, but we have to love them. And how do we wish the best for them, even as we may need to keep a safe distance from them for our own needs? And no, Lord, okay, I can't be near them right now because it brings out aspects of me that are not good. And I can't be near them because we fall into old patterns that are harmful to both of us. Or I can't be near them because uh, it puts me in harm's way. But Lord, they are still your people and I wish the best for them. And I ask you to put people around them that can help remind them of their goodness in you. Again, am I being Pollyanna here? I don't know. But I know we are called to love as he loves. And what does that look like? And I love this line, brothers and sisters. I hope you do too. That we may be children of the light. For he makes the sun rise on the bad and the good and causes rain to fall on the just and the unjust. That our God, brothers and sisters, is indiscriminate with his love because the sun, it shines on the bad and the good. It doesn't just shine on the good. It shines on everyone. And his blessings of rain that bring forth yield isn't just on the just. It's for the unjust too. That those blessings, if God can do that, how can we be indiscriminate in our love as well? Maybe not our time, maybe not our locale, maybe not our, our uh, liking but in our loving and in our blessing and our wishing well. Because if we can't, 
and he challenges us, and he holds a mirror up, and correctly so, we're no different than anybody else. And if we are called to be children of the light, children of our Heavenly Father, who is indiscriminate with his blessings, somehow we have to, too. And that is a journey. But let's look at that last line. And it's a tough one. Gosh, this is a tough gospel. So be perfect, just as your heavenly Father is perfect. I, I, I don't like that line, because I know I'm, I'm far, I'm, I'm the farthest thing from perfect. And I suspect, you know, when you look at yourselves, you, you probably feel in a similar manner. But I want to say a couple things to this line, because I love it as I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> the first is Luke takes that same line from the Sermon on the Plain and he changes one word that makes me fall in love with it. Luke says, instead of perfect, so be compassionate, just as your Heavenly Father is compassionate. I'm not sure if Luke wrote it first or Matthew wrote it first, but I like Luke's version better. <laughs> Either one is... is truthful. But Matthew wrote perfect. But then I go back to something Father Hillary said in a homily of his. Maybe, I don't know, it seems like years ago with this pandemic, maybe only six months ago. Uh, and, and something maybe I even talk about, talked about on a, on a recent podcast. But brothers and sisters, we can never be perfect. And so we need to set that aside. And none of those whom we love are perfect either. And those we hate, <laughs> and those we dislike, and our enemies, they're not either. But I like that image of what Hillary said is, but we are called to be perfected. We are called on the journey of being perfected. And that, brothers and sisters, is what I think our God is calling us to here. It is a long journey. Um... And I don't know how to get there other than the grace of God. But we are called to move closer today to that one who is perfect. And, and to take those thousands of foibles within me and maybe take away one or two as I move closer to be perfected. Not to be perfect, but to move closer to the one who is in that journey of being perfected. How can I begin to want the good for those who are a part of the them, the they, those who have harmed me? How can I hand them over to God, even if not to myself? How can I be indiscriminate in my love as our God is to the just and the unjust to the bad and good alike let us pray we continue through uh, the joyful mysteries let's take a moment of silence if there is an intention for which you would like to pray and so we begin in the name of the Father, Son and Holy Spirit Amen the second joyful mystery the visitation of Mary to Elizabeth. 
Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins. Save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for being along with today. Uh, The blessings of our God and my love and blessings to you as well. See you tomorrow.